Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to keep the ball rolling because, you know, I want to honor your time. Guys, we've been talking this morning about making decisions. 
small decisions or large decisions. All decisions lead you to transformation. But I want to talk to you guys about something else this morning. I want to talk to you guys, you know, because we're coming into the new year. And so what do most people do when they're coming into the new year? They make what? Resolutions. My new year's resolution is that I'm going to lose 20 pounds the beginning of this year. My new year's resolution is I'm going to start that business. My new year's resolution is I'm going to leave this relationship and I'm going to start fresh. My new year's resolution. See, we all say we are going to set and create these changes in our lives. But I want to slow down and I want to condense that word a little bit. And I want to talk about what keeps people from creating those resolutions or fulfilling those resolutions, rather. It's one word and it's a part of the word. That word is resolve. I was thinking about what I would talk about yesterday. And I said, you know what? We're going into a new year. I hear everybody talking about all the goals that they have, all the things they want to achieve, all the changes that they want to make. But I think it's just something that we've gotten comfortable doing. Oh, new year, new me. Only to fall back into the same old routine. Can I be real with y'all this morning? All right. Listen, if you want to achieve anything, you have to have, we're talking about decisions, right? You have to have resolve in your decision. And I was, so I was looking at the definitions of resolve last night as I was thinking about this. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you in some areas of my life, I realized I can have a little more resolve. We all can. I never stop growing. I'm an eternal student. I'm always learning. But I realized, okay, there's some areas in my life right now where I have to step into the definition of this word. And so the one that really stood out to me first, or stood out to me the most, there's three that it gives. The first two are verbs. The first says to settle or find a solution to a problem, a dispute, or a contentious matter. To settle, meaning to complete, or to find a solution to. See, a lot of us go into this new year and we go into our years, we go into our moments, and we're talking about what we want to achieve. We're talking about problems we want to solve. But we have to be able to slow down, pause, reflect. As Lolita always says, there's power in the pause. And we have to search for the solution. But that's just not enough. You can't just search for the solution. You can't just find the answer to the problem. You then have to decide firmly on a course of action. That's the second definition, a verb, meaning there's action that needs to take place. You need to decide firmly on an action. See, a lot of times we talk about the goals. We talk about the things that we want to change. We talk about the life we want to create. We talk about the experiences that we want to grow out of or into. But how many of us ever truly decide on a firm course of action. Now, I want to I'm going to pause here for a moment and I want to talk about the goals that we set. See, a lot of times when we talk about the goals that we set, we put it out into the universe. We tell everybody, "Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to write that book. I'm going to start that podcast. I'm going to get on X amount of stages. I'm going to take on X amount of clients. I'm going to scale my business to X, Y, and Z." We 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 put all this stuff out there. And then for many people, they don't 
ever progress or they get to this place where they feel like they took 10 steps forward, got not 20 steps back, and they wonder why is that? Well, it's because most people don't know how to be strategic with their goals. They don't know how to decide firmly on a course of action. When you set a goal, a lot of times we'll write our goals down, but this is what I always tell my clients to do. Don't just write the goal. Under each goal, write the steps to achieving that goal. And by doing this, what you're going to do is you're going to give yourself a roadmap to completing the goal. You're going to be able to see what is required. And see, this is something that I do. When I write out my goals and I write out the vision, or I write out the steps required to achieve any goal, I'll tell people about it. You know why? Because I want them to hold me accountable to it. Coming into this next year, I have a lot of goals. I got a lot of things, a lot of steps to take forward as we prepare to go international. We're going to be going to Egypt for 10 days, three days of leadership and team building, culture culture um, curation, really bringing this thing together for companies. A lot of the engineers over there in Egypt, young entrepreneurs. And then we got a two day or three days of, of just being in the presence and, and touring and sightseeing. And then we got three days or excuse me, four days where we're going to be cruising the Nile. And so I got a lot of things to get get in order, you know, prior to going out there. So I had to make a list. Okay, what do I need to get done first? What do I need to get done second? What do I need to get done third? What do I need to get done fourth? All the way up until the completion. See, and this is what we have to start getting used to doing. See, these are habits. You know, we talk about habits a lot, but how many of us take habits seriously? You know, we talk about the goals we want to set again, but we need to get habitual about writing out the process to completion. Write the vision and make it plain. See, a lot of the times we'll talk about that as it pertains to our, our, our spiritual lives or the vision for our life. But what about the vision for your goals? If I were to ask you right now, what will it take to achieve the goal that you most want to achieve in this moment? Could you tell me what steps are required? But more than that, could you show me that you're taking the steps? See, it's easy to talk about what we want to do, but life doesn't stop for your goal. Life doesn't stop for your vision. Life doesn't stop for anything. Change is the only constant. Change is going to continue to happen. And this is why you have to set firm on a course of action. Because that firm, that goal, that, 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 those steps that you're taking, <laughs> I'm getting a little excited. Those steps that you're creating for yourself to achieve that goal, again, they act as your compass. They're also your measuring stick, showing you how you show up in the world when it comes to the things that you say you love. You say you love yourself, but you don't take care of yourself. And then we come into the next year. Oh, this is going to be the best year ever. I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to do what my doctor told me to do. I'm going to go out. I'm going to start running a mile a day or two miles a day. I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to start working out. And it sounds good. And then people start saying, yeah, 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 you go ahead and do that. Y'all like that voice, right? People start saying, yeah, 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 you go ahead and you do that. I'm so proud of you. And your brain does this little thing when you share something that you're going to do and people start congratulating you and celebrating you for that thing, it releases the same chemical that is released when the job is done. That excitement, 
and and and, and it, it gives your body that same rush, that feeling of completion. So this year, I want to challenge you guys as you are setting your goals, set a firm direction and course of action. Get really focused on what is required of you in order to achieve what you have decided to, to, to step forward into and stop talking so much. Stop talking so much. You want to talk to somebody, talk to God, talk to the spirit, ask for clarity, ask for vision. Because tomorrow's not promised to you. So you got to get resolved today. See, I don't make New Year's resolutions. I don't know what's going to happen from one moment to the next. And so I set goals that I live moment by moment. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. I set goals that I live moment by moment. Because I know that if I don't set in order the path before me, if I don't get clear on my vision, if I don't write it and make it plain so that I can run with it, it's never going to be done. It's never going to happen. And so we have to get really focused on the decisions that we're making. And so I want to open this thing up and I want to have a conversation with the leaders and, and, and moderators in the group this morning. Uh, my phone's locking up. It's doing something weird. It's flickering. I don't know what it's doing, but we're going to have this conversation anyway. <clears throat> I want to talk to you guys and you guys can unmute. Um, but I want to ask you, what are some goal setting techniques that you guys have found useful when it comes to setting in the resolve to achieve certain goals for my high achievers, my A type personalities, my perfectionists, the people who show up because they know they can and they refuse to accept anything less. What are some goal setting techniques or what are some tips around goal setting or setting a more focused resolve that you guys can give? Who is there anybody on the, on the, on the stage that would like to answer that? If you're great at goal setting. I can jump in on this one, Princeton. It's Dora Maria. Um, for me, I'd like to use the calendar um, on my phone to just put in tentative uh, check-in points. So for example, I have a mentoring program that I'm trying to finalize this week. I had already put in reminders last week, three weeks ago, that I would reach out to certain people. And then I have my other wave of people that I, I wanna reach out to this week. So all of those were all reminders on my calendar. So when I was setting up some of these goals, like all of them were also reminders on my calendar. And sometimes I'll put it on the calendar with like two reminders as well. Um, and sometimes if it's something that I have to follow up on proactively, I'll include like the person's email and their phone number in that calendar invite. So when it pops up, it's not just reminding me, it's also giving me the info so I can act on it right away. Um, so that's just one example. So I use calendar a lot uh, to just have smaller whatever those tasks are or anything I'm trying to target, I'm going to break it down into the smallest possible pieces and then put dates on those and then send myself reminders so that if it's in my calendar, it's happening. 
Oh, I love that, Dora, Dora Maria. Thank you so much. And it's so good to hear your voice this morning, love. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? Good morning, Princeton. Okay, Dr. Rowe, and then I think that was Amanda. Was that a, you, Amanda? It was. Go ahead, Dr. Rowe. Hey, Princeton. Go ahead, Amanda, and I'll go after you. I appreciate you so much. It's good to hear your voice. Hey, Princeton, how are you? I'm doing awesome, Amanda. How are you doing this morning, love? I'm good, thanks. So yes, goal setting is something that's extremely important to me. So I actually use a tool um, that's called the 411. And it stands for one year, one month, four weeks. So anytime that I have a goal, I start with whatever the annual goal is. And then if I break it down monthly, and then I break it down weekly to the activities that I need to do in order to reach that goal. Um, and make sure that they're happening. And then accountability check-ins once a week to make sure that what's supposed to happen that week happens. And if it doesn't, then you know, do a self-discovery. What caused us not to do it? How are we gonna make sure that it gets done in the next seven days? And that way I'm looking at it every seven days and I can course correct as needed versus waking up in June and going, oh my gosh, I'm behind goal. So I love that tool, it's been really great. I've used it for business, I've used it for personal, I've used it for weight loss. It's a, it's a really great tool. Awesome. Amanda, what was what was that tool again? What was it called? It's called the 411 and it stands for one year, one goal or sorry, one year, one month, four weeks. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amanda. That's awesome. See, again, you look at the little steps, the little steps. A lot of times we focus so much on the big goal that we lose sight of the steps that are required in order to achieve that goal. And so as you can see, like people who truly wanna be successful at, at reaching the goals or achieving the resolution to the problems or the issues that they've been experiencing, guess what? They're setting these little goals and they have one key word, accountability. She said, I have the weekly accountability. You know, I have people to check in with. Make sure you have people around you who are five to 10 steps ahead of you. People who are driven enough to hold you accountable. You know, back years ago, you know, people always asking, Princeton, how did you, you know, stop drinking so quick? You know, I stopped drinking cold turkey, stopped smoking. After my failed suicide attempt, you know, I decided I need to, needed to change my life, you know? And, and so I cut out so many different things, friends, family, because I understood that if I wanted to create change in my life, I had to do this last thing. I had to do this last thing. And this is a noun. This is the noun definition for resolve. I had to set a firm determination to do it. A firm determination, meaning there is no going back. There is no swaying back and forth, straddling the fence for me. See, a lot of the times we talk about these things, and I've talked about this before, but a lot of the times we talk, we talk about the things we want to achieve, the things we want to experience, the new lifestyle choices that we want to make, but there's no firm determination. And you know why there's no firm determination? Is because, as I always say, most people live every day like tomorrow's promise. Most people live every day like they got all the time in the world. There's no sense of urgency. But I wanna ask you guys a question this morning, everybody that's in the room right now. What is it costing you by not becoming stronger, wiser, more efficient version of you? What is it costing your family? 
What is it costing your legacy? What is it costing those people that have the power because you don't show up because you think tomorrow's promised? What is it costing your life? If you left this world right now and you met the version of you that you could have been, how would that feel to you right now? If you knew it was all over and this version of you was staring in your face, powerful, strong, impactful, creative, loving, healthy, exuberant, this version of you was standing in front of you, how would it feel to know that's what you could have been, but you chose not to be? This is why I always say, I'm only facing one person every single day, not you, not social media, not all the noise. I'm facing the version of Princeton that I see myself as, that I know I am. And that version of me is staring me back in my face saying, what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about it? What are you willing to give up? Are you willing to be uncomfortable so you can be uncommon? See, I wasn't born to be common. None of you were born to be common. You were born to be uncommon because there will never be another you. And so many times, we let moments pass us by, crying over spilt milk and things we can't change, constantly creating the same path that's insane and deranged. And we wonder why we don't move the needle. We wonder why we keep repeating the same cycles. Well, the answer to that is simple, because you choose to. And now I wanna talk about this, this topic of choice and how we choose to make certain decisions. When you choose to show up a certain way, there needs to be a very high level of extreme accountability. You know, I was talking to one of my clients recently and we were talking about his life. We were talking about the goals that he was setting. He's a high performer, you know, makes a lot of money, but he's not happy in his life. And you know, and so he says, you know, he, he hadn't really been spending as much time with his kids as he wanted to. And so on our call, as we're talking, I, I asked him, I said, do you love your kids? And before he can answer, I, I told it, I said this to him, don't lie to me. And he kind of chuckled like I was joking. I asked him again, do you love your kids? He said, yeah, yeah, I love my kids. I love my kids. I said, so you tell me that you love your kids, but you're not even giving your kids the best of you. Tell me again that you love your kids. And see, that's hard. I have, a, I'm a father, I have seven children. And when I look at my kids, my kids are my greatest gifts, my greatest teachers, my greatest loves. And I embrace them. Even when things got hard for me on my journey, how my kids would see me and what I would become for them kept me going because I knew that they were my legacy. They were watching everything that I do. How could I say I love them when I wasn't being an example of what was possible for them? Looking at the conditions of the world, looking at what's happening in the world, how could I say I love them if I wasn't being the example of what's possible 
for them with a sense of urgency, understanding that I could leave here today. Can I truly say I showed up today in a way that honors my children or honors my friends or honors my family or honors my clients? Am I showing up in a way that shows people there are no excuses when it comes to your greatness? There are no excuses when it comes to failure. See, because I always say I don't believe in failure. I don't believe in failure. Other people will say it differently. They'll say, you know, they fail forward. I said the only way I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that I fell forward is if I'm saying F-E-L-L, but not F-A-F-A-I-L. Because I never fail. Failure is what happens when you don't move. Failure is what happens when you don't when you stop because you don't have a firm commitment to the process. There's not a driving factor that holds you to it. There's no extreme level of accountability. So you start something, but you never finish. How many of us are in this room right now? And I can raise my hand because this is something that I've struggled with my, on my own journey and really had to face myself with. And that's why I'm so firm when it comes to people. And I say, you know, I love people more than they love themselves sometimes because I believe, you know, I, I remember, you know, one of the hard truths that I had to face was when I started working for mastermind.com for Tony Robbins and, and, and Dean Graziosi. And I was one of the first coaches they hired, helped them build a coaching team, helped them build out their six-week coaching program. I got to work with some of the most amazing people. But it was when Tony came out to visit and, you know, he had made this comment, you know, because we were all talking and I sit around and I listen and I learn, I listen and I learn, you know, but he, he made this comment, you know, he's like, don't you dare sacrifice your vision for another man's vision. I get that we all love each other and we want to do great things. But don't you dare make your vision for your life, your growth for your life secondary to someone else's vision. I don't care who it is. See, when he said that to me, you know what I realized was, you know, for most of my life, most of my journey on this path, you know, I've been a mastery expert, studied in the fields of mastery, total life mastery for 18 years. I've been able to impact people all over the world. I'm a published author writing my third book. My second one is about to be published. The first one was Awakening Your Inner Master, The Journey of Self-Mastery. The second one is The Warrior, Warrior of Love, Speaker of Truth. And that one's getting ready to come out at the end of this month. And then there's another one that I'm writing called Unbreakable. So I stay busy. I stay committed. I stay committed to my legacy. I stay committed to leaving things behind. But before I started working there, I had given up on a lot of those things. I started a podcast that I wasn't affected or not that I wasn't effective on, um, that I, I wasn't committed to. You know, I'd stopped doing it. And they asked the question, why? And I said, well, working for you guys is like working in the Super Bowl. I feel like I'm playing on the winning team. And... <clears throat> I smacked myself when I got home after he had said what he said about not sacrificing your vision for another man's vision. Because you know what I realized when I got to that point where I was working around people like that, people that I used to put up on a, a pedestal, I realized that they were human just like me. They weren't, they weren't doing anything more special than, than, than I was. But you know what they were doing? They were staying committed to the vision. They were staying committed to the vision. And so I want to ask you right now, how committed are you 
to creating resolve and achieving your vision. Don't keep putting your vision off. Don't sacrifice your vision for a challenge. Don't sacrifice it for a friend. Don't sacrifice it for a relationship. I tell my kids, I tell my family, nobody on this earth is worth me not becoming the strongest, most powerful, most efficient, most impactful version of me. Nobody on this planet is worth me not becoming that. I don't care who you are. I will eat sand and throw bricks before I let you stop me from reaching my purpose. Why? Because I have firm determination. I know that my legacy depends on it. I know that my mark on this world will not be a fading memory. It will be a memory that's never forgotten. So I've gotten solidified. I have set my face as stone. I refuse not to become everything that I was ever created to be. I was watching the movie. I don't know how many of you have seen the new movie with Will Smith about, you know, King Richard. I was watching that movie last night. It's the Venus and Serena Williams story. And he said, I had a plan. Whew, golly. He, the whole movie, he's talking about this plan that he had. This plan. And people are mocking him and, and making fun of him. And they're telling him, you know, you're just afraid, you know, that they're just going to see you as, you know, a no good nigga. You know, you're just afraid. You know, I'm sorry if that makes people feel weird when I say that word, but it's just a word. But, you know, it's a perspective, a word that is used in a community. You know, and his, it, it was painful. It had this deep root in him, but he had a vision. He had a specific way that he had to do things because he did not, he not only had a vision for himself, he had a vision for his daughters, a vision that would protect them, but also a vision that would take them and carry them into their legacy. And so I'm watching the movie and I'm getting emotional because my, my oldest son is 21. He's getting ready to go off to college to play football for the UNC Tar Heels, North Carolina Tar Heels. And he's a quarterback. From the time he was little, we've been talking about this vision of him going pro. To him, it's not even a dream. It's just, it just is what it is. He and I talk, and we talk as if, you know, he's already gotten the job. So we're like, all right, when, when I get to the NFL, dad, you know, th these are the things that we want to do. You know, I want to invest where we come from. I'm going to build businesses. I'm going to bring money back to that area. I want to have our names on streets. Like, these are the conversations I have with my kids. You know, my, my oldest son, we have this conversation. And we don't talk as if it might happen. His own, his own trainer told him, he said, in the next three years, he said, I would put my house up to say, you will go in the top three rounds of the draft as a quarterback in the NFL. He said, because I've never seen the type of determination and commitment to the work. I've never seen the raw talent and skill that you possess. And he tells him, he, said, he says, it's funny because you're so confident. He said, well, me and my dad, we've been talking about this vision since I was a kid. So it's not something that's impossible to me. Put your house up. Matter of fact, gamble against your house and I'll win you too. Like that determination. Like I'm so, like I'm emotional just thinking about him. If you want to achieve something in your life, you have to see it as though it already is. The Bible says, call those things that be not as though they were. See, you gotta speak it, write it, be it in everything you do because you are a creator.
We sacrifice our creative power and we create all the wrong things. We create fear. We create doubt. We create worry. We create anger. We create frustration. We create laziness. Everything that's keeping you where you are, you've created it or at least played a part in creating it. But I want to challenge you guys today. Set firm resolve in each moment of your life. When you get off of this app today, I need you to get 100% clear on what you will do right now because your legacy depends on it. I need you to own your power, your potential, and your purpose because the world is waiting to see you. Your children, your legacy, your lineage is waiting to see you give birth to what you're here to give birth to. I want to see you all living your life in a way that you are no longer a fading memory, but you are a memory that will never be forgotten. And don't you let anyone tell you that it's not possible. Don't you let anyone tell you that you can't achieve it. Matter of fact, don't even listen to people when they talk about the opposite of your dream. If it's not in alignment with your dream, point blank, it's not in alignment with you. Point blank. I don't have time to shuck and jive and laugh and joke and corny jokes. I don't have, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a clown. I like to have fun. Any of my friends know me. When we have that downtime and, and we have that space, because life is about experiences, right? I do sit around and I have my close friends that we put in work together and then we share laughs together. But we're always moving the needle. Surround yourself with needle movers. Set your resolve in the decisions that you're going to make. It doesn't matter if your decisions are big or your decisions are small. What matters is that you show up and you commit 100% to those decisions. You commit 100%. Not 95, not even 98, 100%. And that means even if I show up, if I have a list of goals or I have a goal that I want to achieve for the day and I have my steps to my goal, I am going to show up consistently throughout the day to achieve that goal. Unless I feel something that says, all right, slow down. I need you to focus on this. I'm committed to the process of growth. I'm not going to jump steps. I'm going to take the little steps to achieve the big vision. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.